0: We consider this Elton podcast John? to be therapy for Wayne. No, I'm not an Elton John fan. Again, summary tracks are good, <clears throat> but I just... That's an interesting point.
1: Uh, are we continuing to talk or not? We're, we're, this is what I like to call a soft open. <laughs> yeah, don't think about that too much. Yeah. <laughs> On that particular subject,
2: Elton John, Glastonbury last year. Listen. I was there. Were you? Yeah. Well, here, I'm going to ask you a question then. In my opinion watching it on TV and let me finish I, I someone can interrupt I thought Elton John was certainly not at his best he struggled he waddled on stage he was a bit of a sad character but you cannot take away his catalog of phenomenal songs r- written superbly and he performed them okay i mean the guy is fucking amazing, if you just look at what he's done. But the actual performance was a little bit sad, in my opinion. But mm. but I'm glad he did it, because he was like, this is me done now, guys. Thank you. And I thought he was amazing, and I'm glad I saw it. I'm glad he did it. It was brilliant. But,
1: but he's not done now, has he? He's not finished. No, but he, he should be.
2: Yeah. Well, <laughs> should be, yeah. <laughs> I
0: mean, some of his songs are brilliant. Some of his songs, are, he's got some really good tracks out there. I'm just not a fan of him. I like some. I like I say I like the songs, but I don't like the artist.
1: Yeah, he's going to do like two or three shows one year in that venue. Not travel. He's not going to tour, but he's it's still going to do our gig.
2: He should have just bowed out.
3: He should have just
2: yeah. called
1: it a day. Do those, do they? They Why do
2: they keep going? You know, you you almost think
1: stop it. But the stop it. They don't know. They've spent it's like Keith Richards has spent all his adult life on road. He don't know what to do. Is 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 lost when he comes off at road. Yeah, he don't know what to do. That's not his natural environment anymore. It rugby, yeah, play golf. <laughs> he's <Like> it's <laughs> cold. It's so cold. Keith Richards playing golf. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see Keith playing golf.
2: No, but you know, if you talk about uh, piano music, which you don't like, Wayne. I mean, piano is the fundamental instrument of all music is where everyone you know even more than guitar it's 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 the root of where music for most people start so you know if you do get into music piano is the first thing as a child
1: you you, you you're focused on
2: so I don't understand I would how have you said that with
1: drums with... <laughs> you know I would because a lot of people that we know want to start out life as a drummer and they they went to guitar or they went to piano, but they want to start out as drummers. Still. I, did a, I lot, did. a lot of
3: people. I did. at Seventeen. There you go. There you go. What is that then? Is it just the? Is it that physicality of just like thrashing <laughs> it's and not too complicated? <laughs> well, I don't know about that. I've tried to play drums and it's it's, it's, it's hard. Once, you've, in, got, once you've got independence,
2: yeah, then you know it's, it's not as complicated as as music, piano, guitar, or other instruments. Oh,
3: it's like saying. Once your fingers know what to do on the guitar,
2: it's not that
1: bad. It plays itself. <laughs> it plays itself. No. <laughs> no, no. I can, no, I can no, tell you first hand. No, <laughs> no.
2: it's no. it's hard. It's, it's but it's it's repetition, practice, practice. What's that saying? If you can do twenty-two thousand hours of practice, you're good at anything. Something like that. Ten thousand yeah. hours. Was yeah. it ten thousand hours? 10, I apologise.
1: If me exaggerate anything, yeah. <laughs> I'm an ex salesman. 10,000. Yeah. I'm an ex salesman, sorry. 10,000 hours to get good at something, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. yeah. Is it 10? Yeah. yeah. Right,
3: okay. <coughs> oh, there's that one what I've used before, but no one even heard it. So, how do you get to
2: Carnegie Hall? So, boys, practice. How good are you at recognizing music from the first
1: two or three chords? Um can can be all right. Yeah, get there. It de- it de- now, if I said to you... It depends what
2: you're on now, I think. Now, if I said to you I could play you an original track and for the first couple of seconds, that would be too easy, it would be far too easy. But if I played, as I've done on the guitar, the first couple of chords... Would you be able to recognize the song? Well, well well known song. Songs everybody knows.
3: There is an issue with this. The mics won't pick them up cuz they have they have cancellation on cancellation on.
2: Them.
3: So if you pl- we've tried it before you put them in mic and they okay, won't okay, pick okay, up. Okay. Yeah. But it can sync it to you to here. But I have to pair it so I have to I have to stop and pair it though. No, don't oh, worry. Yeah. Don't, don't worry. It's
2: not, it's not that great. I just thought it would be interesting to see would. how good you yeah. are. And, and I like that recognizing game. It. Yeah, it because will. my missus recognized out of it, 10 numbers only four. And it's obvious what they are. People
3: have their, it, it tends to be like people have their sweet spot in, in decades, don't they? like 70s, 80s or 90s and stuff like that. People oh. have their, like, their little pockets. Um, I tend to be all right at the 70s, I think, from where I've done like on car journeys with my friend. Here's a question for you, though. And it's not your era, though, is no. it? No. I mean, I don't know, what is your era when you've got
1: Spotify, right? Well, we've all got the same record collection. Yeah, that's mad, isn't it? It is. Yeah. yeah, we've all got the same record collection. So we've all got access to everybody else's record collection nowadays. So it's no good having, oh, I've got racks and racks of. Uh, you know, you're
2: right. I just went, as I said a million times, I've just been to a Cardinal Black concert. They were selling their CDs and albums. I went with our guitarist who bought the vinyl and got all the band to sign it. That's great. But for me, I didn't buy any. Didn't buy a CD, didn't buy. Why? Because I've already downloaded it. And I I don't want some stuff. I just want access.
1: Do you know there's a recent survey done in America whereby 50% of all vinyl sales purchased in America, the people that bought them haven't got equipment to play them on? Wow. Yeah. Well, indeed. I think people are seeing things like that, like a collector's item. Because yeah, no, yeah, exactly. That's what it's for. Because,
3: I mean, that blows yeah. your mind, doesn't it? The research has already been done at people like whether they yeah, do yeah, yeah, don't I do things, Which is yeah. a shame, you know. I, I think, especially vinyls. I think they're a tactile thing. <clears throat>
1: yeah, my my, I've come to a conclusion about. What, I, I like vinyls, and you asked me the question. Well, well, would you buy this? Would you buy? Yeah, I would buy. It. I'd buy a vinyl and put it on the wall because I like the. the, the Which covers. a lot of people do is because it's art. Yeah, it is art. It
2: is art. It's art. Art. In fact, you know, it's iconic art. Yeah. Just show show somebody the, the Dark Side of the Moon album. They know instantly what it is, who it's by, what you know, what it's about. You know, yeah, it's it's iconic art.
1: I I, I, love, I love it. I, I would buy. It. I'm, I'm glad it's making a comeback, resurgence, and people are buying it, not necessarily to play, but just to keep to hold and to keep it as a piece of artwork. And it's great that I think. Yeah, but there's a flip side to that, and that is when
2: you've been divorced twice, you lose it all.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I so I'm actually over having stuff. <laughs> stuff stuff is just you fed up against Stuff away. Yeah, yeah. Stuff is just stuff.
3: Yeah. Speaking yeah. of icons, then,
1: yeah,
3: um, Michael Jackson and the Pepsi commercial in the eighties. Remember the, that the leather jacket? The le- oh, you know, it's up for yeah. auction. Yeah,
0: yeah.
3: How much would you pay for a leather jacket that Michael Jackson wore? Mm for a Pepsi commercial in the 80s. It depends how much you're worth or how much
2: disposable income you have. That is true.
0: Well, they're saying it's <laughs> going to go between 200 and 400,000. Yeah. No. Oh, I'd go for more than that. Oh, more than that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's I do something. you reckon it goes yeah, for more, more. Yeah, yeah, I think more than that's, that? That's what they're going based for. On, no, based that's on that's what that. John Lennon has sold, not him personally, but his, uh, his, his uh, remnants, if you like, and they've gone with uh, S- Sotheby's for millions. Oh. Milli- I mean
1: millions. So I think that's a very low figure. Is this the same auction that uh, there's a load of stuff? Kurt Cobain's cardigan. Yeah, like, is that uh, the thing same uh, one. Yeah, Eric some...
0: Clapton's guitar, isn't it? There's, yeah, the, there's uh, one of his. Oh, that, that's yeah. millions. Yeah.
2: yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, if he was dead, it would be millions. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> the thing is with
3: things when you buy someone's guitar like that, you. I'm, I'm trying to get in the mind of a, of a collector. Like you wouldn't want to play it because you, the thought process would be. Or were there the last hands to touch it? But they won't be because somebody would have played it for us. Somebody would have cleaned it down right. Yeah. I'd want the if, if, if no I'm gonna of pay, strings on it if I'm gonna put a million quid on wrong. it, I'd might want not. to see, it have, I
1: want to be able to dust it for his fingerprints. Might have original strings. Might have. Do you right. there'll be some yeah. DNA somewhere? But you're not looking for that, are you? I don't. know. I don't, but, know. I don't understand the whole, I don't understand that, the whole issue. I don't understand
0: why. But, uh, why but how
2: would you know?
3: What? Well, if it was squeaky clean, I'd be disappointed. I'd like to see some blood on the on the scratch plate.
2: Well, put you know Paul, <laughs> Paul this is another this is an interesting subject in, in about guitars because I bought guitars, I love guitars which are clean, shiny, beautiful, pristine, nice. Paul Woodcock in our band, he only loves guitars which are beaten up, scratched, worn, look like shit and <laughs> yeah. they they fetch huge amounts of money. Because they yeah. call them relics, yeah, or they call it's, them it's reissue, reissue, re-issue isn't it? and, yeah. and it's uh, some of the stuff. I mean, he's got a, an SRV, which is Stevie Ray Vaughan, and it, it looks like shit, but <laughs> uh, it's it's revered after, yeah. and he sold it for like a thousand. Literally, so he sold the one that he made that looked like it for thousands.
1: Yeah,
2: I don't get it. I really don't get it. But that's, I think that's a, a, a situation that. Guitar players find guitars like rather shiny than, guitars. Oh no, I don't. I like I like all
3: everything shiny. You should be af- you'd be you afraid to like <laughs> to damage it. Like if you yeah. get a little, if you accidentally scratch it, you'll be gutted. But I, that, yeah, I like my pay, guitars nice and thousands.
0: clean yeah. and shiny. Well, that and don't it. surprise me in the least. Yeah. All my all my guitars are all polished and that clean and shiny. That shine. doesn't surprise me. Yeah, me. yeah. If you well, can't every weird asshole. Shiny guitars. Yeah, I probably clean them once a week, or this.
2: No, oh no, mine hang on a wall near for months. I don't actually that's the other thing when do you actually play in fact brings me to another subject Chris Buck his Friday fret performances very knowledgeable guy he on his last podcast focused on that very subject he has a brand new PRS and he's had it or he bought it brand new and he's had it for a while and he's touring he said of all his guitars it's the perfect guitar. It's perfect, the most perfect guitar. But he never plays it. Why? Because it doesn't give him the character or the feel or whatever. But it's the most perfect guitar he's got. So it's about from guitarists. And I'm, I don't consider myself a guitarist, but from a guitarist point of view, it's what makes them. T- it's whatever <clears throat> makes them happy. It's Chris Buck, a phenomenal guitarist. But he's got, he's admitted the guitar is perfect. It's the most perfect guitar he's got, but he never plays it.
3: That's interesting, that. And it it makes me think of when people talk about the difference between electric and like um, petrol cars. Technically, an electric car is perfect. It can accelerate faster. There's no gears, it's just boof. But there's a romance to a petrol car. The smell, the the clunking into the ears, the noise, uh, the, the resistance that you have to work with an engine or you have to work against something. And maybe that's the same with a guitar. Maybe it's the resistance, the struggle that you have. And here again is the key word, emotion. Emotion. Yes, you're taking the emotion out of it if it's perfect. Yep. There's a line in Frasier where he says, what's better than a perfect steak is out somewhere having a meal with Niles. And they both go, a a steak with something slightly wrong with it. And it's because with an imperfect steak, you can bitch about it all night. (laughs)
1: <laughs> there you go yeah well I, I, go. I get that i get your point that you do there has to be some struggle to get reward don't there yeah it, it's it's like you, you we all want to pick guitar up and be our heroes and it's not gonna happen because that's why they're here our heroes because there's only them capable of doing what they can do um well, they all have their own individual style and character. They all character. have their technique and the, the, <coughs> this, you can pick one from, not necessarily pick every guitarist, you, you pick them up from other, but there's certain guitarists you can definitely, you, you know, strike are. up, you know who they are. You know who they are. You know who they are. You know they are. And it doesn't come naturally. You, you expect to pick a guitar up and, and you're away. No. Hours and hours and hours of sitting in your bedroom, learning what you have to learn, learning your scales and your chords and the capability of being able to do it. and And... That's the struggle, isn't it? That and then the reward is that people try and follow you because they like what you've done. So we all try and emulate that by learning to play guitar. I kept upon on that years ago. I just like whatever I can do, and I, I haven't picked a guitar up in months. I mean, you've got all these guitars; you play yours every day, and you're not Stevie Ray Vaughan. No, no, but I don't. But uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan wishes he was you. He, yeah, he does. He does. He does. He would be dead. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. What it would have become later on in life, I don't know. Still, Steve Ray Vaughan, probably, unless, you know. One no, no, it would still have been Steve Ray Vaughan, but you know what I mean? What We always have this question, don't we? What could I have been. I wonder what they would have done. What would they continue to do? I reckon he would have collaborated with the Cheeky Girls.
3: <laughs> yeah. I yeah, that. And Cheeky Steve Ray Their big hit was just missing a big Steve Ray Vaughan solo. Yeah. You know?
1: <laughs>
0: My but opinion. G- going back to art. So we see um, Sharon Osbourne is opening an Ozzy Osbourne museum in Birmingham. Oh. And there'll what? be all his memorabilia, right, dating all the way back down yes. to Earth, all the way through. There'll be his costumes, his clothes here that, that he's worn on them. stage. Um, there'll be albums via himself through Black Sabbath. The quad she, bike he she, crashed on. She's, there's, there's going to be all type of stuff in it. There's going to be a little cafe. We can go and get a coffee and look at old memorabilia. That's going to be all. It's around not a world. temporary
1: event then. It's a, it's a permanent structure. Oh, it's a permanent shrine. Mule. Yeah, it's going to be like a fire. Sh-
0: like, like burnt
3: down candles.
2: And <laughs> a, Are they expecting a black moment anytime <laughs> yeah. soon? Then
0: oh. I don't know. Well, That sounds uh, that way. That's it? what she's, she's doing. She's getting it done before it happens. Well, yeah. he, has, he has been treated now for blood clots, isn't he? He's not a well man. Isn't
3: he having one last operation for his back? Right, Apparently he, the reason for it is... He had like, that, didn't he, last year? Is it last year?
0: Yeah. I thought he was having another one. Yeah, because he did Super Bowl, didn't he? And he were in that... Um, he like, did Super Bowl last year? Yeah, the Super Bowl oh, one. Know. He did the... Um, Black Sabbath did it? I didn't know. Oh, no, sorry, Olympic Games. It Summer Games. Right.
3: Commonwealth.
0: Well it Commonwealth for Olympics. Yeah, I think it was Commonwealth in yeah. Birmingham, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah it was them. And it wasn't he like nailed to a support or something like that to yeah. keep his back still. Yeah. wanted because yeah. he came up past the floor, didn't he? But he couldn't move <laughs> off of this stable like <laughs> this scaffolding on back that were holding him up right. Well that was the idea. Yeah. So I, th- I think he's he's had that, but apparently now this week he's been treated for blood clots. Wow,
1: it's it's mad uh, it's to see shame. these people get old and
0: yeah. And, yeah. But um, she, but and, and also they've um, done the mechanic, big mechanical ball. Oh yeah yes. They've named it Aussie. Yeah, that's been unveiled. But there, that last be, few weeks in
1: Birmingham, the 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 start. A, let me get this right. Is it an opera? Or, or the Oswald Osborne Opera. opera. No, it's Black Sabbath actually. (laughs) It's Black Sabbath and they're setting it to uh, classical music. Really? Yeah, and and they're going to tour it and it's. it's, They've already tried it and it's done well they're touring it and it's selling out. Setting it. And apparently, the music that they've they've done, classical music, the versions of their songs that they've done, they're very, very good, apparently.
3: Who's saying this? That's right. Who's saying this? Sharon, um, no, no, <laughs> Sharon will tell you anything. No,
1: the, the general public, the general consensus is that it's it's it's, it's very good, surprisingly good. Um, it's because uh, it's not it's not Tony Iommi I and mean, it's not <coughs> really shouting right. out. It's that musical theme, elaborated and orchestrated. So yeah, I suppose you're going to get away with that there are a lot of bands really, aren't you? But yeah. apparently that's going to tour, and it's tour. It started off in Birmingham.
0: Well, another big tour that's coming out is Madonna. Oh, yes, yeah, so for 40 doing, years. Yeah, but on this tour, she's going to be uh, performing 40 hits a night. Over 40 hits a night. That's is that... How long's that, that's a, that's, a, that that's, that's a long set, that, isn't it? Well, yeah,
3: but hold on. There might be is there. Yeah, there's got to be. Yeah.
2: No artist of her age could, no. has that much of stamina. That's yeah. 40, so that's going to be... Um, if you average about uh, on a on a,
0: it's about three three and a half minutes into a track. Well,
2: in between and all the theatricals to go with it, I would I would say that's minimum four hours. Yeah. Minimum four hours. But
0: that's what she's She's doing. not going to be doing that. No, she's not doing that. She's, she's, be a in, she's in there. doing medals and she's doing over, over, over forty tracks. eight.
1: forty. My question is. How many of them will she actually be singing?
3: Oh, drama. Oh, She's you s- not going to sing them all. I've seen a photo of her recently, a few photos. I think she'd been in Manchester. Um, and she's sporting uh, some of those fly glasses that yeah. Bonnie used to wear in the 90s.
0: She's just hired out, hasn't What's she? she had done? G- Gary Neville's uh, hotel. Has he got a hotel? Gary Neville, yeah. Uh-huh. Him and I think it's Giggsy.
2: Is it in Manchester?
0: Yeah. Is it called Gotham? it Gotham? might
2: Gotham, be There's Goth- a great ma- hotel in Manchester it, called the Gotham it might hotel. be actually is that because is there an
3: area in Manchester called Hell's Kitchen which has got something to do with Batman hasn't it no it Oh,
0: Hell's okay. Kitchen that's uh, Mad Chef isn't it what they call yeah, it yeah I
3: think there's got something to do with, sorry this is a different tangent I'm not even a, a DCO or whatever it is Marvel person but anyway music music
1: hotels <laughs> <laughs> going back to Aussie yeah he doesn't need the money. Doesn't he? No, no he doesn't need the money because he no. used to sell no. toy bats with a detachable head. <laughs> I mean, that's it's classy. Classy, <laughs> classy. He <laughs> used to sell toy bats. Well, you still get them on eBay, The 15 quid. Yours should be here next week. But obviously we know why he sells toy bats. Or why Sharon sells toy bats. From the back of a car. When he was asked about the biting of a bat, he says it's like biting a crunchy wrapped in a chamois leather. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good description. That's good.
0: Yeah. So we all know the guy. We all know what that tastes like now, yeah. don't we? Yeah. We, know, we? We all know the guy John Leuka. Yeah. Yeah, well, you probably know this story. So apparently one of his favourite breakfasts was Baiting an egg. And his other favourite breakfast were cornflakes. So apparently what he used to do is cut his bacon and egg up small and tip them into his cornflakes and eat them all out of one bowl with a spoon oh for no. his breakfast. That's a
1: bit weird. I don't yeah. know where to go with that
2: one. No, <laughs> That's Freak. Yeah. That's a bit
3: weird.
0: Sick bag. Yeah. 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 Bacon well, and what what egg and cornflakes.
2: You know yeah, when you talk about <laughs> icons of the rock industry, like um, Ozzy Osbourne? Alice Cooper, you know, all these
0: crazy guys. AC, as we call them on here. Daniel O'Donnell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To say. Yeah. Daniel O'Donnell, yeah. yeah. What yeah.
2: springs to mind is the fantastic stories that they've got to tell. Yeah. And I know they're all written books and all the rest of it, but there's a podcast that, um, sorry, another <sighs> podcast. There is another, another podcast. Oh, very another one. <laughs> <laughs> And um, it's uh, one of the guys from, uh, uh, what's his Called the Rock
1: on Tours. Oh, oh yes, yeah, it's a
0: good it's name. Guy, it's Guy, Pratt. Guy Pratt and uh, Gary.
1: Uh, Pratt, and and Gary, and Sp- yeah, uh, yeah. yeah.
2: Gary. Oh, Gary, yeah, yeah. I've been listening to that for quite yeah. a long time. Yeah, and they have some fantastic stories on there, and they did actually have a lot of because obviously the two guys that host the, the podcast get these guests on and. The other thing is they do is they they all they're all connected. They all know everybody, and they've got they all got these stories, and they go off on yeah. tangents, and they tell well, these.
1: Well, Guy perhaps played with most of them.
3: Exactly. Oh well, it uh, sounds fantastic. But,
2: but the, point I'm, the, point I'm, <laughs> the point, I'm making is that I'm, not, I'm not trying to promote anybody else. My point I'm making is that these icons have such incredible lives, and the things mm-hmm. that they they've done in their lives are just. In, you can't make it up half the time. That is a good point,
3: actually, because maybe we don't give the actual stories enough, which, uh, which adds to the iconography. Like when we talk about David Bowie, a lot of the things we talk about with David Bowie is some of the things he's done, some of the people he's worked with, the things he's worn, the things he's said. But have you noticed so it's all
0: within that circle of people? It's a big bloody circle. Yeah, but the, they're all in that same industry. You never see. Oh, David Bowie. Oh, yeah. Me and my mate. Well, I used to go to school with since so I was three year old. We once went to port. You never hear any stories like that. Well, you do. It's are, always stories do. about me and Sid Vicious or me and. Uh, Freddie Mercury, and, and it's all stories within that circle. It's because
2: it's more because the, the consumer yeah, wants to hear those stories. Yeah, they're not as
1: interested in, in his mate from it's, school. It's all. You know what I mean? i will listen, to, and yeah. I can't remember who it was. Now it's, and it's, it's annoying so me because it's a very, very dis- small circle, dis- circle that he was saying that he's, his good friend. Oh, who is it? do not matter. His his good friend. He still knocks about his, his mate. They went to school with. And they're still mates and they still do this and they still go out and have a drink and they still go out at poem and they still talk about music. And he's... I can't remember who the other devil it is. So this bit of conversation is useless. But they do, you do get them stories. Yeah, you, when, yeah, you don't
0: get many, though.
1: Uh, it wasn't him, but he's related some stories about his past and he's still friends with a lot of people from the northeast. Brian Johnson. Yeah.
0: You know, okay. So it does happen. Oh, it does happen, does but happen. what I'm saying is... It's all mainly all about stories that you hear. Is all all to do with other band members or other band members of another group or managers or. This well, and well other these promoters. things are like
3: spectacular because they're. they're well, although part
0: they're that big, it's a. Ve- I, I always seem it's it's a very small circle that they live in. But
1: the, well, it's it's an area that they all live in a bubble. We, we find fascinating though. Yeah. But then bubbles do collide all the time.
0: No, I don't think it does. I don't. I don't, I don't think there's much interactive. Outside of the circle of famous, you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. I think they're all they're
1: all mates. When when they don't ignore each other. They're all they're no, all no, no. each other.
0: No, but I just don't think like you won't get. I don't know. Aussie going out with people. Back I think, in Birmingham, going out I think, I think, we, I think dance, we know that, dance, that it might happen. Damp pubs for but a drink and talking or going up. Well, know. they
1: can't do that anymore. Well, I think that, what's that's the famous, it's, it's, it's But it's, they it's, do it's, interact it's, with other musicians.
0: Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, that's what I'm saying. That's all they seem to do. They don't go and interact with the other people no, I think outside the of, not there. And they outside maybe do of that, that circle. But it's
2: not that interesting to the general public, so the exposure's not there. So so the stories are not there. I just think it's a small circle that they actually live in.
3: And you're talking about dating circles. like I can understand why a, a musician may go out with an actor or whatever or vice versa. Or, no, any. But any. because, like, they're on tour and they're doing press junkets, like, there's a certain, like, pace of life or sometimes they'll be away for a, a long time. Uh, like, if you're, I don't know, if you work working a Tesco Express, you can be annoyed because Bowie's out on
1: tour again. <laughs> like, you know? Yeah, they to just, understand the lifestyle, haven't they? Yeah. It's,
3: yeah. And no, it
1: I'm not must knocking. I'm not. It's difficult I, I, for anybody I, that's yeah. not in that lifestyle to come into that lifestyle and accept
3: it. And plus, not everyone wants to be famous.
1: As hard as it is to believe, like imagine going out with somebody who's
3: super famous, and you're like, I don't want to be famous. Like, Joe, let's for example, a, a, a little known podcaster, Joe Rogan.
1: <laughs> you don't get many listeners. Well, he don't get. <laughs> it's a
3: small guy. It, it's, it's up and coming. You want to check him out, but he he never <laughs> mentions his wife, and his you never see his wife anywhere because you don't want to be known. And that's got to be difficult for someone who who's so recognisable to be going to the shops with or go out for a meal with. You know, the room changes when a famous person walks in. You just, you, you don't always want that, especially if
0: you don't. Oh, no, I'm, you know. no, I'm just saying, it's, it, as big as these people are in the stories, they all seem to circle around a, a set, set of friends and it, they're, they're all in that business with each yeah. other. It's, it's
3: Inbred oh. like the royal family. <laughs> my, not my words. They're all, they're all like... <laughs> Shaking yeah, Stevens. Yeah. I,
0: ju- I, I just think that circle that they live in, as big as you think it is, it's actually very small. I agree with yeah. you,
2: absolutely. Because that's the life they lead. Yeah. They don't have interaction with people yeah. outside of the bubble of the, uh, most of the time.
0: And I know Arthur and Corn, they just can't do it because, you know, you want to got Jacko walking, dogging around... Even relationships, oh, yeah. you know, they, you can, half
2: of them end up with their backing singers, or their publicist, or their their A and R people in the record company, or whatever, or or other other you know people who are f- equally famous, like film stars or whatever. Because it is a, a small enclosed community that they don't very often kind of get the yeah. exposure out of.
0: Yeah, yeah, they just can't come out of that small circle, can they? So is that good or is that bad? <sighs> For me, I think it's bad.
3: Is it because Sandra Bullock doesn't return your calls? That's what this has come from. Has she
1: stopped talking
3: to (laughs) you
0: again?
1: Yeah, she's she's blocked me. I don't think it's a contrived situation. I think it's just
0: something that... I just think it's bad for them, isn't it? They have to to keep within that bubble. And they can't go and do what they want to do. One of the
2: downsides of
0: fame, my friend. Yeah, Yeah, it is. It is.
1: I have a little bit of news. Sorry to interrupt you, Louis. But... What they can't do is say to me, oh, I can't get on a bus anymore. I can't go down a local shop. This is a life you wanted. Yeah, This absolutely. is a life you strive then they have, for. They
0: you knew what they were getting into.
1: You got it, don't complain about it. Yeah. yeah. So, do you hear that? Do you hear it? So bear that in mind, Yeah. person.
3: So yeah. There is a, there's a guy who's a, a lawyer and a musician, and what he's done is is, is worked with another guy on creating this algorithm that has taken the eight notes of music, and he has got this algorithm, this AI, to create every known melody that you can make. All right? Okay. It, it's created, like, uh, millions and millions of melodies using these eight notes. And he's copyrighted them. And the purpose for him copyrighting
1: it oh, is, no. I see where this is going.
3: And the purpose for him copyrighting this is, is that nobody in the future can then sue somebody for copying somebody else's melody. Whoa, 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 whoa! Because
2: he owns it. No, whoa, whoa, whoa! There's recently been an Ed Sheeran court case. This has been afterwards. This is afterwards. And it was established in that court case, as as I have seen on his own uh, in a YouTube clip actually, that uh, as Ed Sheeran proved in court and was vilified, basically, you cannot own. patent. Or, or at all a chord structure because it's all, it's been done well, uh, before even pop music, even, even, even in history, it's all been done. You can't, you can't But that's a chord structure, but a melody like, uh, you know,
3: like yeah. the Beatles yesterday, you know, so that's been owned. That melody's been owned. If somebody tries to copy that, like so Coldplay got sued by Joe Cetrione because one of their songs mm. had the same melody.
1: Copied the
3: melody. This guy has, has copyrighted all these melodies using AI. But the purpose is if for him doing it is so that he can give it away for free, so nobody else in the future can sue somebody else for stealing somebody else's melody, because he uh, already uh, because he already owns uh, well, it and, well, and, well, he, and well, he's, he's, he's letting it go for free. Because there's always this to uh, to, to copy come out of these things like Ed
1: Copied Marvin Gaye's groove? Well, he hasn't. Well,
3: I, I, I don't know how it relates to chord progressions or, or grooves, but melodies is specific to what these guys yeah.
1: have done. Well, that's going to be interesting how it plays out. I, I, I don't know. It's well, interesting if, if, how if AI it's has got been a legal handle on it then the cartoon. Well if it's copyrighted, it's managed to successfully copyright it. I it's thought you were gonna say that it's gonna sue everybody inside. No, well that's
3: what I was alluding to. Yeah. Uh, but it's actually doing some good. So it's interesting how AI is already implementing its way into the music industry from a legal perspective.
1: Yeah. how do you feel about AI within music? Have you heard about the latest innovations in AI? Yes. What do you feel?
2: I think it's uh
1: Unstoppable,
2: frightening, and uh, a, bit of, a bit of a big concern, a big concern for humanity in general.
3: People said that about the wheel, though, didn't they?
2: <laughs> or fire, fire,
1: <laughs> fire. <laughs>
3: fire. A big wheel keeps on turning, and the big burner
2: keeps burning. No, uh, but you know, this is that is not a specific subject of music. That's a general subject, in and and I think that it's. It is... uh, There's so many films and uh, dramas based now around AI and the fact that... In fact, I saw a video yesterday that was sent to me by one of my mates of a a film star, I won't say who she is, but a stunningly, gorgeously beautiful film star, grade A, celebrity, doing porn, and you cannot... It was only two minutes. Lorraine Kelly? Only two minutes? But my point is... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you cannot, you cannot, You. Will, I defy anyone to, th- to, to to try and say it's not real. It's absolutely, 100% real. And yeah. it's not here. Yeah, yeah. It's frighteningly, and, and, and AI yeah. is, is, this is why, I go back to a comment I made earlier, this is why you should never believe just because it's on the news or just because it's on the telly or just because it's on the, uh, the internet – don't believe anything mm. unless you really analyze it, think critically about it, and establish the facts. Because I tell you what, we humanity is are just at the cusp of not understanding what is real and what is not.
3: We could be blindly just walking off a cliff.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And and you know what? It it it's not specifically a music subject, but it, that is the answer it, from my
1: perspective to that question. It it everything about AI
2: is is, it's, is it's impinging be, on reality. It's going to
1: be there and it's going to alter a lot of things within the music industry and in life in general. And, and possibly, possibly, for the worse. Yeah, I think absolutely for the worst. But I think humans as we are, we need to be creative. And we'll always have that desire to create live music, to create music even if it's just banging on a lot. do you think AI is not recreative then?
2: Well, AI, some AI can be
0: more creative than most no, humans. No, what I
1: mean is, instead of having some bloke, uh, some singer singing like Stevie Wonder, but it's actually Liam Gallagher, it'll be it'll be somebody in a club doing a song, because they have to get in front of people. They have to create original music. They have to make. They have to. They need that feedback from their audience. AI yeah. don't live in a in a in a club. It Not yet. Not yet. It's, I guess, or, or unless we're going to get an hologram on stage, but, guess,
2: no, no, but no, 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 Robotics. My, well, yeah, we're going to get that. Dev's son is is a robotic is a, is a is a brilliant robotics engineer. He's shown me some things which are incredible. Today, it's all out there already. It's oh, out yeah. there.
1: Yeah, well, it's,
2: there, it's there are it's robots all... that you can't tell the difference. Well, there are these... okay. We're early stages, but you can't. I mean, just at head and shoulders. You can't tell the difference between human, human. even the questions that are raised at that AI piece of equipment is scary because they can answer anything.
3: Oh yeah, they're, they're almost surpassing uh, Einstein, and the, the concern is that so we all know how smart Einstein was, and let's say he's forty above the general public, right, of the IQ test. They're saying that within in ten years' time, AI will be like a thousand times smarter than, than Einstein. But with regards to robotics, there's this this thing this pocket called uncanny valley. So when things become too perfect, it doesn't seem real. You don't dis, you don't you sort of detach from it. So going back going to back
1: to what you said before, we like imperfection. Emotion.
3: But
2: you can emotion. install so imperfections. You can into robotics. But how?
1: So Adele's a really good
3: singer, but she's not perfect, and the imperfections make her. The really good singer that's right but i i know what you're saying about they can install the imperfections there but how yeah i guess i can do it yeah
2: well we're screwed that's it we're just uh, we're screwed. <laughs> Well, this is the point we are in fact elon musk has actually thrown into the pot the big questions which is are we actually looking at ai with a view to being so careful that we we don't allow ai to be anything other than protecting humans, you know. Well, I know. Least, I know it's a, it's a stupidly wide subject, and we can talk about that into the future. But you know, I'm talking in general. You, you've raised the question, and and this most is, people I, I don't, don't realize. Well, we've raised it before yeah. on this podcast. Most people don't. They are ignorant to the fact that AI is not is not science fiction anymore. No, it's it's, it's real. Start. We're living in Star Wars. We are already at a stage where. Human, most society of society have no idea how far that has gone because it's not been released to people. Mm-hmm. It is so far advanced that it's people like Elon Musk, who are pretty intelligent people, they are they are seriously concerned about AI, seriously concerned yeah. because they know how far it's gone. Because the general public don't know yet. He was one of the
3: first investors into OpenAI. Uh, but he pulled out through because of uh, disagreements with uh, the, way it's, the way it's going to run, um, and one of the, the the baseline rules was okay, we we don't allow it access to the internet. They allowed it access to the internet, and then then it when it's it's just, set, it's, starts to self learn. That's the problem, isn't it? Well, it's it's not necessarily a problem that it self learns. It's the it's a problem that it can it can learn how to. Uh, manipulate us into its own agenda like you could say to it okay uh, we need to cure global warming help us cure global warming and it might come to the decision well humans are bad for the global warming so we need to get rid of humans that's their direct route to the main issue yeah and they're only their equivalent of money would probably be energy power so they could take control of the power grids and they could redirect where the powers you've all seen
2: terminator Well, there's a recent film that's come out on Netflix which actually addresses that issue about... uh, I wish I could remember. I'm very old, I can't remember what the name of it is, but it's it's on Netflix now. It's an absolutely brilliant film because it actually tackles that subject. And it basically says that AI actually has so much... In in this storyline, AI has so much uh, computing power that it can actually, even for those which have an air block... (coughs) between uh, uh, the AI controlling it and not it can actually then get in into systems that control planes and it can actually control uh, what people want want to do but to protect themselves from the AI but the AI will find a way of getting around it even even power stations. The AI can actually get into control power stations. So it, it, it will wipe out power. And it can tr- control aircrafts. And it can control... Because everything's computerised. Everything. Traffic systems. Aircraft control.
0: It's a scary thought, Every, Everything
2: really, is, is controllable by
1: computers. Where do you, where do you stop Telephones, it?
0: Telephones. Communications. Yeah. Where do you stop it? Or oh, where does it stop?
1: There's a, That's the thing. There's no plug you pull out and say, well, that's stopped that then, isn't no. it? Because it, doesn't, water it doesn't work it. that way. It'll just keep oh, evolving and
0: evolving
2: and evolving and evolving. So it's a an, it's a it's a it's a great question, mm-hmm. not related directly to music, but it's a great question. But uh, you know, it's it's a question which you can talk about for a long time.
1: With the uh, the problem is, we don't have an answer,
3: and we don't have a long
1: time. We, well, we don't know how it's going to play out. We? No, but
3: specifically, we don't have a long time. So, in oh, conclusion, so in that, there's 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 nothing artificial or intelligent about us. Well, so, you say that.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Are you trying to say you want to bring this one to a
0: close? Uh, did you get that? Yeah. Well, I've got a, one quick question. I'm oh, not going to let you do it. <laughs> so, as we spoke about, you are a singer yes. in the local band. Yes. If you were going to give <clears throat> any encouragement to other people, how would you go around learning a new song? that you don't know that your band said what about covering this how would you tackle that for anybody that's thinking on into singing? As, as, as a as a as a band Ball. and Ball as football. a as a vocalist for anybody that's wanting to start a new band up well, an and and, and and they're not really sure which way to go uh,
2: well when when the when the uh, song is agreed upon the first question is are we capable of doing it vocal range uh, guitar prowess drums you know are we capable if we think we are what we do is we all go away listen to it each member of the band has their own particular part in it the guitarist has to be able to eloquently be able to do the solo as well as the chords and all the rest of it but what we do then is go away learn our own part From a vocalist point of view, it's how uh, you express the song and uh, the intonation, the the way the way you structure it. You know, if we 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 as a band try and do it as close to the original as possible, so we don't like this theme of oh we'll do it in our own style. That's that in our humble opinion, we we. Try and stay away from that. We want to try and be as close as possible to the original. Is that one of yours? That's my... Sorry about that, gentlemen. <laughs> but the answer to that is that um, when we get together at rehearsals, we all come together and try it from the beginning, and it takes time after time after time to get it right. But. <laughs> <laughs>
1: My mum is very, had the same, very, very. He had the same problem. Don't worry. Yeah.
2: So uh, the answer is hard work and uh, look, getting stuck into your own individual part and then trying to get together at rehearsal and trying to make it work together. And of course, there's always, there's always, uh, there's always, uh, from my point of view, there's always me coming in at the wrong time or not coming in when I should do understanding the structure. And you know what? Even when we do it live, still make mistakes. But you know what? That's live music. It is, we try not to. And most of the time we don't, but there are times when we do. And when we do, it's, uh, it's a case of just get to the end of the song. The audience might not have heard that. <laughs>
0: when, when you're doing your set list and it gets to certain songs, do you ever think, oh, not this one again? Yes. And a point, in fact, was... Uh, We used to do at the closing
2: stages of the the gig, because it's a real banger and people love dancing and all the rest of it, is Sex on Fire. Great. I was sick to death of it because it it was played and played and played and Mm -hmm. it was a great song, but that was one in point. The other thing, though, is very important, which is on that subject, is when you are putting a set list together, you really need to try and understand the audience and most audiences... As they drink and as they get further down the pint, they like to be a bit more lively. So you know, you at the end of the session, you you bring in dancing numbers and and more lively numbers so that the audience kind of gets a bit more lively because you want to end with a flourish. You don't yeah. end with a boring song and you know get people thinking. Oh, that was all right. They want you. We want them to leave excited. So it's it's. I love it. I I absolutely love it. I could talk all night about it because. I like talking about myself. (laughs) (laughs) But that's the answer. Good night. Good night. Thank you very much. Thanks for coming.